Hello and welcome to Talking with the Experts. My name is Rose Davidson from rosedavidson.com and Talking with the Experts is about all things business by business owners for business owners and you can find it on all good podcast streaming platforms and on YouTube and today my guest is Tristan Betts and Tristan's business is Inspired Energy and today we're going to be talking about face mapping and how it can help you in your business and in your life. And Tristan is the owner and founder of Inspired Energy and is a career coach, body language expert and a HR professional who has a passion for people and connection. Tristan really thrives on human interaction and believes that connection and communication are core to our human existence. Her experience with face mapping has deepened her commitment to creating more meaningful connections with people within themselves, with their families and with their relationships. She loves revealing to women the beauty of their own faces as well as how to read others to provide them with an edge in business. Welcome, Tristan. Thanks, Rose. Nice to be here. Good. Tell me a little bit more about what face mapping is. Face mapping is a fabulous tool so you can actually get to know um, a person's personality just by looking at their face. Uh, It's been around for centuries it's been practiced by many different cultures and it is something that you know once you know some basics you can see a real a lot about somebody you can really learn a lot about somebody's personality the way they like to make decisions how they think how they feel and how they act it's kind of yeah it's it's kind of a bit crazy in that you can really learn a lot about somebody really quickly um, and they do get a little bit intimidated at times when I tell people that I do this because they're like, you're not reading my face right now, are you? Or the other thing I get is, tell me more. What can you see? So <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, there's no kind of in-between really. Everyone either people are really intrigued or people are really scared. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't blame them. It's um, it's. I think it's either a, a, it's a, a pleasure or a pain, it could be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially if, you, if they're uh, not so truthful and they try to put on a truthful face. Yeah, that's, well, that's an interesting point because face mapping is, um, be, goes beyond that, right? So if I was to explain to you, like, there's kind of like three levels to someone's person, like, you know, face and personality, like you, we're talking right now. So you and I can speak and we can, you know, say what we like and we can control that. And then the next level is, you know, the expressions, like I can, you know, open my eyes and go, you know, crazy I can control that as well but face mapping it kind of goes down another to a deeper level and it's actually the um the structure and this the experiences that you've had in life that actually create the face that you have so it's kind of like you can't hide um so yeah even though you can you know hide your you know the whole poker face thing which I don't have um even though you can hide your thoughts and feelings you know in terms of you know showing your um expression you can't hide the true you when you actually know face mapping so that's i think explain about how you map a face yeah look in in terms of the the, probably the first thing that you look at is the overall face shape so you know everybody has um a distinct um face shape there are probably about half of them and you there if we were to generalize there's probably about six different you know and then you have combinations of the two uh you know so my face is very oval and you know in terms of oval oval shaped face the personality is quite warm flexible um you know it has a lot of the qualities of a circle 
Um, but it, but it, because of the elongation, and when the fa- the longer the face, the more humanitarian and the more idealistic somebody is. Uh, then you look at um, the left and the right sides of the face. So the and this, you know, everyone kind of thinks that their face is symmetrical. And when you actually look at it, it's like not. not. Uh, and so when we're talking about the, the the symmetry of the face, if we were to draw a line from the top of the forehead straight down through the nose, the mouth all the way down to the chin. And the interesting thing between the two sides of the face is that they represent the the difference, the different way you are, that you operate in your personal life as opposed to your um, uh, professional life. So it also, the left side of the face is all about how you operate in your internal world. And it also talks to your female relationships. And it's also about your feminine side and how you actually like to, you know, what goes on for you inwardly whereas the right side is more about how you operate at work in your career uh, your male relationships and it's more your actual doing side so yeah and then you know it goes even deeper we go into the three different areas of your face so you have the top area part of your area which is the um, thinking or um, conceptual area And then we have the middle section of the face, which is from the eyebrows to just under the nose. That's the connection or the emotional area. And then underneath the nose down to the bottom of the chin and the jaw is the physical or action, you know, orientated um, part of the face. Now you're like, well, what does that mean? Like, you know, thinking, feeling, doing, what does it kind of mean? When you look at somebody, if you check out, to see which of those areas is the largest, that's how they, uh, that's where they spend a lot of their time and that's how they like to connect. So, you know, someone with a large forehead is quite a thinker and wants like, you know, information um, to connect, whereas somebody who's got a much larger emotional area or can, really wants to connect and wants the story and the experience and how that that actually relates to them and then you know if someone's got a much bigger um, jaw area they're much more physical like to get things done you know give them a little bit of space give them some information and let them you know make their own choices and decisions all right we're going to have people out there with measuring tapes now (laughs) yes that's true people like you know how do i how do we make sure that we can you know it's it's what's obvious right so you know sometimes you can't tell um, and then you've got people, you know, and I think I, well, I was like this. I hope I am, you know, still, I have quite even areas. So mm. for me, it kind of, what that means is that, you know, I might think about something, I'll feel into it and then I'll do it. I won't, I kind of do it really quickly, um, you know. So if someone's, you can't really tell then you know, they're they're quite balanced in the way that they they make a decision. And then on top of that, so that's the, you know, kind of like the basic stuff. And then each of the features tell a different story on multiple levels. And, you know, if we were to go through them all, we'd be here all day. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, the, yeah. you say that the eyes are the window to the soul. Is that true? Correct. That is so true because that's the person's outlook on life. Um, it's also connected with the chakra system. So, you know, the, the, the heart is the green chakra and, it, of course, this is across here in the face. And, you know, looking at somebody's eyes, um, you can really tell a lot about how they like to operate, how the, you know, how the, where they come from with their heart, especially, you know, 
Um, you know, I, I love, you know, I love eyebrows. They're my favourite thing. Um, but eyes and eyebrows are kind of the thing that really tell me a lot about somebody's personality. Um, you know, just by looking at the, the angle of the eye, the distance between the eyes, uh, the eye, the eyelids. The eyelids tell you how people like to be in intimate relationships. Oh, really? Wow. That is really cool, yeah. And, you know, underneath and the underneath part of the eyelid tells you, you know, how open people are. So when the, eye, uh, the bottom of the eyelid is quite straight, they really, um, they're quite cautious and they might agree with you. They might nod, your head, nod their head at, you know, whatever you're saying, but they might not necessarily agree with what you're saying. So, yeah. All right. So how can people use this in, in a business context? I mean, yeah. you know, it, it, it's interesting to know that, um, you know, you can use face mapping in a business. So how I guess it's, um, you know, whether you can trust the person that you're speaking to or you're not. Yeah, well, trust is an interesting thing because that's that you can see in um, you can tell how trusting someone is just by looking at their nose and the angle of the nose. Um, how can you use it in a business sense? So, with my background in HR, in terms of recruitment, I would use I could see really quickly how you know stuff people would you know might be telling you about you know what they do and how good they are, blah 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 really easily could say yes that was true or maybe that wasn't so true so you know it can really help not that it you know it was ever used to make recruitment decisions but it was you know a recruitment support tool it's also used uh some in some places they use it for jury selection um because you know they can tell you know how how rigid people are in their thinking and you know um how open open-minded they are and it can also be used in sales. So I do a little program with some of my clients and helping them to know how to read someone's face so that they connect, connect better when they're actually trying to make a sale. It is used as a team building um, activity, which is, you know, great fun when, you know, people may not necessarily know enough about their colleagues or their or their, the people that they work with. It really is a, a lovely way to acknowledge and, and learn you know, some some lovely things about somebody which you would never not normally come across in a normal conversation. In uh, a work perspective, it's kind of like if you've heard of Myers-Briggs, you know, the MBTI yes. or, or DISC profiling, it's kind of like having that information given to you instantaneously so without someone having to fill out a questionnaire. So it's kind of, yeah, it's pretty cool in that respect um, how else can you use it? I've worked with um, teachers um, to help them, you know, with the, um, connecting with the, the parents of the, the children. Uh, with regards to the kids themselves, it's probably not a thing that you would be able to, you know, read because your face is forming up, up until you're about 16. So there's, I wouldn't, the validity of it, I wouldn't, you know, use for children. Um, but yeah, in terms of you know, it's pretty much useful with everybody you meet. Um, as I was saying before about the the eye the eyelids and the intimacy, I've had clients who've sent me photos of their prospective dates from dating apps and asked <laughs> me to, you know, give them the insights, um, which you know can be helpful. So, look, yeah, the, I think the sky's the limit, right? You can. If you are looking at creating greater connection with anybody in your life, um, whether it be, you know, clients, 
um, you know, colleagues or family, this, this is a tool that can do that. Yeah, I can usually tell if someone's not telling me the truth because their nose twitches or their eyes, they don't, <laughs> look, they don't look me in the eye, you know, directly that, or their eyes are all, you know, searching around somewhere. So yes. usually I can tell if they're not being um, 100% honest. So yeah, yeah. even, even um, I don't know, even in a phone call, I can still tell that they're not telling me the truth. Don't ask me how I know that, but I do. Oh, that's, that's, that's your instinct, right? And we're all, like, we were all face readers when we were born. Like, when you're a baby, that's your first form of communication. Of course it is, yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, what happens is once we get our language skills, we kind of lose that ability to really look at people. I think for me, one of the things that I find, you know, in our society a little bit frustrating is that people don't look into other people's eyes. Like it was interesting that you mentioned eyes because it is the window to the soul and, you know, really to get to see someone's true, true nature, you know, just by looking at them in the eye. Um, but it's something we tend not to do. So I think we've been conditioned, though, over the years not to actually do that because mm. in some cultures it's quite rude to, like, stare someone mm. in the eyes. It is. It is. Like, I've got an um, Indigenous background and Aboriginal um, people don't like looking no. in, in the eyes. So, yes, that's very true. Uh, but, you know, I think when, I, from my experience, when I actually do look someone directly in the eye, and really connect, um, you know, it is, it, you know, you do kind of get a deeper connection than if you were, you know, looking at the ground, looking at their fat, at their, their mouth, whatever, you know, wherever, you know, you know, wherever yeah, else I you're looking. I tend to look at people's mouths for some ah. reason rather than their eyes. I think, um, I don't know, there's something, something about people's mouths. They're either honest or they're not, to me anyway. Ah. I think it's um, maybe it's because the way I, I grew up, I'm not sure, depending on the look on someone's face. So if the, if the mouth wasn't sitting right, then I knew that I was in for it, you know. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. the, the mouth is all about communication and listening. Mm. So how well people communicate and how well they listen. It also shows um, sensuality because it's the, it's the um, sacral chakra. So it can tell, um, you know, and the, the Cupid's bow thing, you've kind of got that going on. Mm, yeah, I've had a really deep one for... Yeah, it's getting yeah. less and less now. But oh, that's a shame because it's a good. It's a really good quality to have because it, it pretty much it pretty much means whatever you go after in life, you you pretty much can get. So, mm. um, I've kind of got it as well. So what I do is I make sure the lipstick is really defined. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, mine's um. Yeah, as I'm getting older, it's getting less. But it used to be quite deep before. But yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. just all the wrinkles here now, just sort of breaking everything down <laughs> <laughs> yes yes everyone everyone has an opinion on wrinkles I think they're amazing like they tell the story of your life they so, do yeah, yeah um I'm not an advocate of Botox or um plastic surgery by any stretch of the imagination so I kind of look at lines as I like to call them as you know they've kind of like you know the story of your life but they're also like a lesson that you've learnt in life mm. or an experience that you've had. And I've kind of said to, you know, clients before who've had wanted to go and have Botox, it's like, well, do you really want to have that lesson again? Because if you do get rid of it, it kind of feels like you're going to have to have that lesson again. Yeah. So I don't want yeah. that lesson. I don't want any more lessons. I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> So in what other ways can we use face mapping um, 
at yeah. you know in life or at work yeah look at work I, I remember when I was studying and uh one of my colleagues that was sitting next to me I you know he, he had an amazing face so he'd be like are you looking at me and I'm like yeah I am but um <laughs> and you know even just like in terms of um doing I do one-on-one sessions with people and you know I've had people come along who've maybe had a really bad story or a really you know, a lot of people don't like their noses and noses are all about your yourself, your sense of self, your your ego, your identity, who you are. So it's kind of like if you don't like your nose, it's a really not a a, a self love kind of, of of an action. The noses are also about um, how you your work, how you are at work, and they also show your relationship with money. So I've got a big nose, so I can't be very. I'm not, and I'm not good with money, so. <laughs> doesn't mean you're good with money or not good with money but yeah it's it's about um your relationship with money so the nostrils tell you how you know, how you are with your money so the bigger the nostril the more generous and the more that you know the money can and that that colleague that I used to work with he had lovely huge nostrils and he was incredibly generous to the point of giving too much of himself and his money um so yeah um where how else can you use it you know it's it's um, a, a really good way to connect with you know your family. You know we we all have um, similar features to you know it is based on on um, nature. Obviously, you know you might look like your parents or you might look like your siblings, but your life experiences will be different to theirs. So you know you will have different features because of the different experience. Um, I can also tell about childhood experiences, um, particularly in the ears and around the the hair growth on the forehead. Whether they've been good or not is, you know, usually open to a discussion. Um, I find in the one-on-one sessions that, you know, it's a really beautiful way for someone to truly be seen um, because quite often people don't really look. And when I look at somebody, I can see, you know, that they've had an experience or that they've had some trauma and it then opens the dialogue for, you know, a conversation and, you know, when people have had a, a... a feature that they don't particularly like when they learn about what that feature actually shows it's kind of like a bit of a shift or sometimes a, quite a complete backflip mm. and um yeah so it gives people you know I think you know being able to love your own face um you know I think that's probably why I do this because I was never particularly you know in love with my face um you know, as a, as, a, as a teenager, you know, you get picked on at school and, you know, you get called names and, you know, you, you carry all of this stuff. But, you know, once you actually learn what, you know, your face shows, um, you know, and I love the uniqueness of it. Yeah. yeah everyone's different. It doesn't matter, we, you know, even in families, as you say, each one's got a different feature that, um, you know, you may have the same characteristics but the the features or the, the lines or whatever are, are all different within the family. So mm. Mm. Exactly. And, you know, it's interesting how other people observe because I have a, my daughter's, you know, a young adult and I, I don't know, I wish I had $10 for every time I've been told that we look alike yet. Yet I can't see it, right? <laughs> and I do this, you know. Mm. Um, so it's interesting what other people see. Mm. Yeah. yeah, my my um my kids. I've got three. Um, my eldest looks like me, and my son looks like me. But my youngest looks like a dad. Right. But um, 
people have said that the other two look like me and I think, no, they don't at all. So <laughs> I think they look like their father. So, you know, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was interesting. I saw it a little bit earlier today. There was an article on um, Heath Ledger's daughter, um, Matilda. Yeah. And there was a photo of her. And I was like, you know, they were all going on about how much she looked like her dad. And you could see her dad, but I could also see her mum just as much. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's um, sometimes it's in the eye of the observer as well. Yeah, well, that's what they isn't that the the old adage in you know, a beauty is in the eye of the well, beholder. Behold yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, so yeah. what one finds beautiful, someone else might not. So exactly, mm. exactly. I, I look, I just find most faces, you know, are beautiful. You know, and people who um, don't really see their natural or true beauty. You know, I, I love to show them how, you know, what, what that feature is and, you know, how it can really be a benefit to them, especially the lines. Mm. When people know what the lines really mean, they're like, oh, wow, that's, that's, I'm going to embrace that. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that on board. <laughs> so how do we, how does you go about learning how to do this face mapping? Yeah, look, uh, if People are interested. I am. I'm happy to offer a free intro, complimentary session for them to come along, and I'll do a very brief um, intro and tell them a little bit more about it, and give them some a really quick reading of what I see in their features. Uh, and then I also offer one-on-one intensive programs, so people, you know, get to learn more of the detail. They get an opportunity to practice it. And I'm at the moment working on an online program, so that'll be coming out really soon. So wow, that's exciting! And that. where can they yeah. find you, Tristan? So um, they can find me on Facebook and Instagram, and I'm also on LinkedIn as well as I've got a website which is being revamped as well. So very busy at the moment. Um, my website's www.inspirednrg.com.au and, yeah, Facebook is Inspired Energy or they can connect um, through through my name. So, yeah, happy to happy to have a chat to anybody who wants to learn more. Yes, no, it's, it sounds like an amazing and very interesting um, topic. I think um, I might have to go and learn a little bit more about face mapping because um, it's 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 intriguing. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you've if you've lived in a you know if you've had a traumatic life, you are more likely to be able to read someone's face than if you've not. However, there are always other things that you can learn. Yeah. And look, I think, you know, there are some, and I can tell that, you know, I can tell when people have had um, a, a trauma and they can see the compassion, you know, you know, it's in their chin, it's in the, uh, the angle of their eyes, um, you know, it's, and it, often, you know, trauma comes, forms around the mouth, you know, you're talking about lines before, um, especially above the, 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 the lip, um, they're called uh, survivor lines. So, you know, it's usually because somebody's had a really deep experience but gives them so much compassion for others. <laughs> All right, Tristan, thank you so much for your time today. I will um, make sure that I get this out to you very quickly because I think it's really something that's really very interesting and I think um, listeners and viewers will be... Um, quite intrigued by what you've had to say today fantastic thanks so much rose really it's been it's been a pleasure all right see ya bye talking with the experts